The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Sports, culture, takes, Takeline has it all. Takeline is a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. That's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and the world of sports and culture. Each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Falling out and hear Takeline every Tuesday whenever you get your pods. Check out The Locker Room. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your experiences on the app. All you need to do is download The Locker Room app free on the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group of your interest. Where are we going Locker Rive? Sometime soon. I'm not sure if I ever go in a locker room ever. I mean, I may have to download the app, but I doubt I'll probably ever use it. I may have to because, you know, it's part of life. But anyways, guys, welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Wild Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. Have a sip, have a drink. I'm not sure what exactly the, the motto is. I have to look at it. Sorry, Andrew. I, you know, didn't mean, you know, you know to do that. Happy Monday. Uh, we got Memorial Day coming up. Excuse me, guys. It's uh, I had to get and pour myself some more coffee, which is what I'm doing here. So we had some uh, interesting happenings. I mean, we um, this past week the Stanley Cup playoffs are uh, underway, and I just spilled coffee all over my keyboard. Gotta love that. Actually, I'll my desk, so let's see here. Well, I just had a little bit. But I think when you spill a little bit of coffee on your keyboard or on your desk, you're really, you're, you're really just seasoning your, um, you know, your desk, your keyboard, because you got to have that coffee smell that's lurking. It's kind of like... Um, cigarette, cigar, cigarette smokers, when they are... Uh, when, when you... When you uh, what's it called? When they own computers... And they smoke their cigarettes at their desk, you know, and and if you're an IT guy like me over the years who had to fix people's home computers, there was nothing more you enjoy, enjoy than fixing a computer that rakes of cigarette smoke, old cigarette smoke, and mothballs. Because, yeah, they use, yeah, because someday we'll use the cigarette smoke and the mothballs because, you know, they need mothballs to uh, get the scent out. But really, you get, like, you get a combination of both. That soak into the uh, the boards of the computer. Yeah, it's always a fun time. I mean, there's. I'm going into rant now about all the all the years fixing IT computers, but I mean, I can tell you, there's uh, some computers I've fixed where, you know, they complained that their computer, you know, the computer was overheating, it was shutting down, and a lot of times it was because they had so much dust. 
build up inside the uh, computer that the dust would just jam, would jam up the fans. They would jam the fans up, and of course, with, with fans not working, you, you know, well, the thing blows out. You know, it shuts down. Sometimes it was, sometimes that happened with the power supplies. I mean, those, yeah, the, I mean, the fans not working, that power supply just burns out pretty easily. But yeah, I always told um, if people brought their computers into 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 work for me to fix them, I always told them just to leave their keyboard. You know, don't even worry about bringing your keyboards in or your mice. I'll just use what I have because I don't need you know to touch your keyboards. I know for a while I remember our boss. He had us repurpose keyboards. Like we had to actually freaking get the wipes and we had to wipe all the keyboards down because they wouldn't buy new ones. They were trying to save the money wherever they could. So we had so many old keyboards, like PS2, AT, you know, the PS2 connectors, AT. We didn't have any USB ones at the time because you know the USB really wasn't out. We had to um, clean keyboards and repurpose them. I mean. I can tell you that um, I always had to look for the nicest keyboards to give because if you're rolling on your computer and you have to give them a used keyboard, you don't want one that looks really bad because, I mean, even even the ones that I, that I had that looked good, I was, you know, somewhat decent. I was still embarrassed to give it to them. I mean, you don't want to give a, somebody a new, uh, if you're replacing a computer up on a used keyboard, it just it's, it looks bad, especially if you know use and plus mice too. We had to repurpose mice, and you know it was the trackball mice. You know where, where you know where you had to act, you know, and the thing about those is you had to clean those every so often because they would you know dust would, would go inside the rollers, and you know we would always get these um, tickets for about mice not working properly and and. We had it's because the mice was dirty. We had, to, we had to clean the inside of it. But even then, I would I would replace the mouse anyway and just repurpose the other one. You know because well, it's still you know because they would complain because it's still you know well it still doesn't you know it's still going to do this. Well, I mean if I replace your mouse, it's going to do it eventually. So whatever. You know, thank God we got these new infrared mice. I mean, and they work just fine. So we got Memorial Day weekend coming up. And just remember, it's Memorial Day weekend, you guys. It's not, you know, get shit-faced and what off or whatever. It's not cookout. It's not cookout weekend. You know, I mean, the memes are all, I mean, the memes are going to start flying around just to let you know. I mean, people, people love doing this. Meanwhile, it's the same people, you know, that, uh, that, you know, that, that don't really donate to the veterans or to VFW. They just, you know, they just show up for the, you know, they just show up to the parade for the free hot dog and the free beer and the free, or the free soda. Anyways, uh, play happening in sports, like I just said, Stanley Cups, you know, Pens and Islanders are 2-2. I was hoping the Pens would win this in five games. I thought, you know, after after what happened in game three, when they were matching goal for goal, I figured, the pen, you know, the Pens 
took all the momentum, but they pissed away in game four, so I'm not not sure what's gonna go on there. Uh, I know that people are gonna you know are gonna blame the goaltender, but I mean you gotta score goals in this in the playoffs. They didn't score any in game four, really. Um it's funny because you know, game and meanwhile on the other side, but Vegas Golden Knights are up three up three one against Minnesota. Uh, people were laughing about Mark Andre Fleury losing, um, giving up the game-winning goal in Game One. Now they lost that game one nothing in overtime. You know it didn't matter that he stopped every other shot, but you know overtime goals happen, and you know, and now you know he's up. Th- they've won three straight. They've up three games to one. They were down two nothing early in Game Three, and then uh, they shut him down the rest of the way. In fact, you know what? Let me check and see if Fleury even played in that game, by the way, while I'm sitting running my mouth. Yep, he played in that game, too, and won, and made 35 saves. So, I mean, if I'm a Pens fan, I'm more worried about, I'm more worried about my team right now, my own team, than than some goaltender that, I, for some reason, I have a, a hate for. I, I have no idea why. I mean, the guy, yeah, I know he has some playoff, you know, has some... Uh, Bad experiences in the playoff, but overall he was a good, a solid goaltender for the Pens. He gave him some really good years. We dumped him for Matt Murray because we thought the grass was greener. Then we just get, we, we, you know, you know, now Matt Murray's gone. Now we got Tristan Jerry. I don't know what's going on, but I, I can tell you for one thing. As long as I've been, a, you know, following the Pens, I mean, I haven't really been following them for the last decade since I moved out of Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. But I can tell you from the times I did follow them throughout the 90s, early 2000s, the Pens fans have always had this af- af- affection for goaltenders. Um, they couldn't stand Tom Barrasso. They loved Ken Raggett. Then, you know, they got tired of Ken Raggett. Then it was, I think, Patrick, was it Patrick Lalim at one point? Lalim, then let's see. Um, who else was there? John JSL Ben. Ron Tugnut. I mean, we went through so many goaltenders, and we always had we always had an affection for the backup for some reason. Then you know, you know, there wasn't so much to start; it was always the backup. But now, you know what? We just don't have it no more. What we do? It just we went from Flurry to Matt Murray. Now we're on Tristan Jerry. I'm not, you know. But Ken Reggett, that was a hell of a goaltender, even before, you know, even before, you know, he actually had, he did start some games at one point. He did have some pedigree. So I got to understand the love for him. I'm trying to think, was there any other goaltenders we had, we really loved? I can't think of any more. I remember Romano. I mean, I mean Romano, he was a goaltender early, early 90s for the Pens. I think he played like, I think he was off and on with them. I think he played one game with them and he actually won, I think. But yeah, that's 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 another story for another day. I think I was getting ready to go. You know, my family came in town. We spent four days together. It rained. We made the most of it, and the best of it. I mean, it was a great weekend. Probably one of the better weekends we've had, we've had together. Uh, we sat. We watched Phil Mickelson win the uh, PGA Championship. And I was kind of nervous on the 18th because, you know, Phil, he likes to bomb. But, I mean, but I just remember the U.S. Open where he had a 
commanding lead, and all he had to do was play conservative and you know win, and win the tournament. He bombed that 18th hole, and he lost. He lost the tournament altogether, and he never won a U.S. Open ever. I don't think he has. I mean, but to do it at his his age is amazing. I mean, the guy he looked like he was. In, I mean, he looks in great shape for his. I mean, his age. I mean, I, I know he's been good in the gym a lot, but I mean, the guy just loves to hit bombs, and he hit plenty of them. NBA, uh, NBA playoffs were in effect, and and of course, you know, we have LeBron and the Lakers, but we lost stuff in the Warriors with this whole playoff, new playoff format they did. I mean, I kind of feel bad for Steph and the Warriors in some ways, but I mean, because they got kind of screwed against the Lakers because you know we got we had to have LeBron in the you know LeBron and the Lakers in because that's TV ratings, but. Steph is obviously a you know he commands player rings now these days and they couldn't get past um, Memphis. Memphis though to their, to their credit took game one against the Jazz last night, so they're going to be an up and coming team. I mean John Morant. That te- I mean that team lost a good bit, but they're gonna they're gonna come they're gonna come back up. Although I mean, I mean, the Celtics lost game one to the Nets. I'm kind of um, curious a bit about this series because of Brad Stevens. I was I was actually liking the Celtics in this series because um, of Brad Stevens and their just their playoff experience. I mean, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure Kyrie and I mean Harden and Durant. But I just think I just think if um, if Stevens can out coach Nash. It may work out, but I think in the I think in the terms of um, talent, I think the Nets just have too much for them to handle. You know, that's just how it is. Anyways, uh, let's see what else we got. We got what else we got going on? I think in the National and of course there's baseball. I mean the Pirates. I mean are just the Pirates. The Astros. We're off to a slow start, but now they're enough battle for first place now with the A's. So there's that. But as we get to the sports, you guys, let's talk about Bet Online. Major League Baseball, we get the playoffs with the NBA and NHL. They're all in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, info for your sporting needs, and also UFC action as well. Before you check the next pitch, hit the bell line on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the games as teams prep for the run for the playoffs. Actually, they're in the playoffs already. Bell line, you're only sportsbook expert. And you know what, you guys? You work hard, you play arts, and treat yourself and stock up for the summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD, that's SD for Sugar Daddy, at checkout. From the classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American-style Kobe Hard to find specialty cuts and more, Kansas City Steaks is everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is a flash frozen and directly delivered to your home. Satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Imagine relaxing in the backyard with your family while enjoying steakhouse quality meats from Kansas City Steaks. Try their butter tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, Juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meal combos. 
Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's SD for sugar daddy. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD, KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. I just love working that that, that sugar daddy reference. I, I mean, it's actually SD for sports drink. My apologies to my employer, but I just love using the sugar daddy sponsor. All right, we had a lot going on with Pitt Athletics this past um, you know week and a half. Lots of news. Uh, Pitt Soccer went to the Final Four. I'm just happy they got to the Final Four. I mean, it sucks that how they lost in the Final Four. As we all watched that game. Pitt dominated that game. Pitt dominated, dominated that pretty much 9% of that game. But they didn't finish. And I think my garbage man's here. It stopped raining, the sun's out, and the garbage men have already come. So, so far it's already been a decent Monday. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, well, I tend to be negative a lot of times, so I'm sure something, some, something, something's going to hit the fan eventually. So, we'll see. My kids haven't been in school yet. Well, I mean, my daughter just started, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think what else I had to do. Yeah, so Pitt Soccer, they played at the end and they dominated most of the game. And the way things were going, I was I tweeted out, I was like, you know what? I have a feeling that, I have a feeling we're going to lose on some, on, some, on some cheap goal. I think that's why I tweeted. It was something to that effect. Some fluke goal is what I said. And the sequence was Pitt had, you know, an open, you know, all the guy had to do was pretty much tap the ball into the net. He, it was one-on-one, it was one-on-one with him and the goalie and, Instead, he kicks the ball in the stands somehow. I mean, you know, from a hockey from a hockey perspective, when I play deck hockey, you always have that guy who will, if he gets a one on one with the goaltender, he could deke around the goalie and he can just you know tap the ball in at that point if he really beats him. But you always got that one guy. You always you always have him. Where he wants to fling the puck or the or the or the hockey ball because I played deck hockey and I saw this happen. He will want to fling a top shelf, you know, because he likes that effect. He likes he likes to see, he likes to see that puck or that ball hit the top of the net. You know, it's like an exclamation point. I mean, being the goaltender and just tapping the ball in, you know, on a low on a low shot like or you know, or it's a roller. That's 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 it's kind of like a layup in basketball in a way, and a lot of times you just a lot of times you want the layup, but the fling it top shelf is always is, is kind of like the it's, it's like a dunk almost. It's like an exclamation point to what you did. But yeah, you'll have those guys who will do that, but they will inst- instead if it, if it going top shelf, it either hits the it either hits the, the crossbar or the post, or it just goes over net entirely because they were trying a bit too hard when they could have just easily just tap the ball in. So always stick to to you know what it work what works. I'm not sure if this you know I'm not much of a soccer player. I'm thinking that's what kind of happened here, or, or the guy just got too excited just once the guy just nailed it. You know, I have to rewatch how that you know how the high kicked the ball. But not too long after it happened, Indiana got a, got an isolation and they scored a goal. And that was it. Now, was this pitting? 
Was it pitting? Uh, people say this is this was pitting, but but to be honest with you, this was not pitting at all. Um, for for um for um pit soccer to, to pit for pitting, they would have had them up three nothing early in the game, dominating, and then they would have had to lost four to three. They had to, they had up two nothing and lost three two. They did not have a lead in this game at all. They didn't score a goal, so this wasn't pitting. Okay. Pitting is when you actually have a some sort of a lead and you and you blow it. This was not pitting one bit. Now, pit basketball had some happenings as well. Well, pit lost out on a on a recruit, uh, Efton Reed. He um, pit was supposedly going to get a commitment from him. I guess the weekend before, you know. Not until before he announced, he was supposedly slated to go to um to to a pit, and it was in the coaches thought it was in the bag, but Will Wade from LSU came in and made a last second pitch, and all of a sudden he was headed to LSU, and, and supposedly the pit coaching staff was blindsided by this. I mean, sure it does suck, but here's the thing. Guys like Will Wade, even Coach K, and like uh, Roy Williams, they don't get to where they are in life by being nice guys. They don't say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you're slated to go to Pitt or whatever. I'm just going to let you. Good luck, whatever. No, if they, if they really need you um, on, to play for your team that year because it's critical – they're gonna do whatever they can. They don't. They don't give a flying shit about all the other programs that are recruiting you, or if you're, if you're, um, supposed already solid with 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 um, another program, you're about to you announce your commitment to them. They don't care. All they want to do is win, and they're gonna do whatever they can to to get you. I mean, I mean, they don't care. I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. All these coaches, they don't get to where they are by being nice to other coaches. You know, it's a competition. They got to get the best players for their team, and they're gonna do whatever they can to get the best players. So yeah, it's 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 shitty how it all ended up, but that's just how it goes in recruiting. It's a it's a dirty business, and you don't get to where you are in life by being nice. Especially how this transfer portal is now. These coaches now are losing players now every year because of how the, you know because now guys can just leave whenever. And so now they got to scramble for players. So it doesn't matter, you know. They, they don't have to be nice to you in, in, on the recruiting trail. But Pitt did receive a commitment from a JUCO forward, Chris Payton, a 6'7", 250-pounder. Suppose he's one of the top JUCOs in, uh, in the country. He had offers from a and Mizzou. And so, I mean, he had, I mean, there's some other programs he had really good offers for. So hopefully, you know, it works out. I mean... We've had some uh, success with some uh, with some JUCOs recently, so who knows? I hope it works out. Um, we did lose Justin Champagny. I mean, he declared, and some people don't agree with this decision with him because supposedly he's not um, on the um, draft boards. He's not projected to get picked. So I'm not sure... Um, what the um, 
what the future holds for Justin Champagny. I mean, I think you know a lot of people said he needs he needs to go another year. You know, for his sake, I hope he gets drafted. But I mean, if he doesn't, I mean, you know, he has to he has to participate in these in these um, league drafts and whatnot. But um, but supposedly here, according to what um, Alan Saunders wrote on the sixth, you know, on the tenth, uh, Champagne, if he wants to return to Pitt, he must make his decision by July seventh. So he 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 can go back actually, but he has to any return. He has to apply for feedback, and he has he can't accept benefits from agents. So hopefully he hasn't done any of that yet. But we'll see what happens there. I like to have him back, but I mean, if it doesn't work, guys, like get drafted. I mean, he may end up going to, you know, to one of those developmental leagues, or he worst case he goes overseas and make make makes a buck and maybe develops himself. But Pitt um, did get uh, one player back. He's been reinstated. John Healy got re- reinstated. Um, as you all remember about him, he was involved in some, you know, car theft, and it was a pretty uh, the way the, the way it read in the report. It was ugly as sin, and well, he had two felonies dropped, and he, I mean, he had some felonies dropped. And I think all he has mis- is misdemeanors now, and and you know, yeah, his charges were reduced to two misdemeanors, and they could both can be expunged. So I'm sure, um, yep, he's a and he's a first time offender. So he's had he I guess he's he's um he's been pretty clean up until now. So from what it looks like, he, from what I'm reading now, it looks like it's uh he, it was just he was around the around the wrong people at the wrong time and. And supposedly he's been doing everything right to get himself, you know, back on track. He's taking his grades seriously, and he's, you know, pretty much behaving now. I mean, yeah, the charges look ugly. I felt maybe at the time he he was gone, and he probably needs a fresh start elsewhere. But I can be wrong at times, and. But I mean, only Jeff Capel. I mean, only Jeff Capel knows John Hewley. And if this was his first time offending, you know, give him an opportunity, give him a second chance, because that's what he's doing here. I mean, we also we, we, we've we've all heard the the speech about Nick Saban and second chances, because supposedly when he came to Michigan State, you see Muhammad, the wide receiver, he was involved on some things, and they wanted him gone. And Nick Saban said he gave him a second chance. He he put him on the track where he can you know get himself together because he said why you know he said if I kick him off the team where does this guy go what what options does he have after this? So now you know he went to, you know Musi Muhammad ended up in the NFL and he got his degree and you know he's supposedly a uh, you know a CEO now of a company. I mean he's done really really well for himself. So we can only, we can only hope the same for John Hewley as well. That you know, you know he's a first. If it, he, this was a first time offender, but it looks like he joined his friend in the vehicle, and that's when the license plate was you know when when it was stolen. So, oh no, I hope you know for his sake, for our sake, for Coach Capel's sake that this works out because this is a critical season for Coach Capel, and he needs all the help he can get this season because 
He's in year four. I understand that he's he supposedly inherited a dumpster fire, but he hasn't been able to help himself with, with recruiting as of late. And on top of that, three, um, four of his top players are gone. So he's losing players. So he needs a he needs something here. It's a critical one, and I guess in, it looks like Heather Light's going to you know help help him out as much as possible because I mean she wants him to succeed and. If it means, you know, redoing the coaching staff and whatnot, we'll do it. But anyways, guys, I'm ending it here. Uh, have a great Monday. If I talk to you guys, if I speak, if I don't speak to you guys later this week, have an awesome Memorial Day weekend. Who knows? I'm, I might. Hell to pit. Bye.